The book of Luke, chapter 6, verses 6 through 19. On another Sabbath, he entered the synagogue and was teaching, and a man was there whose right hand was withered. And the scribes and the Pharisees watched him to see whether he would heal on the Sabbath, so that they might find a reason to accuse him. But he knew their thoughts, and he said to the man with the withered hand, Come and stand here. And he rose and stood there. And Jesus said to them, I ask you, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to destroy it? And after looking around at them all, he said to him, Stretch out your hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored. But they were filled with fury and discussed with one another what they might do to Jesus. In these days he went out to the mountain to pray, and all night he continued in prayer to God. And when day came, he called his disciples and chose from them twelve, whom he named apostles, Simon, whom he named Peter, and Andrew his brother, and James and John and Philip and Bartholomew, and Matthew and Thomas and James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon who was called the Zealot, and Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot who became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. And all the crowd sought to touch him, for power came out from him and healed them all. So my first thought about the passage is that the Sabbath day is a gift God gives us to set apart, one day to be holy to the Lord. Thank goodness he doesn't require us to work 24-7. Manna was a miracle in and of itself, but the double manna God provided on day six was the only manna that would not spoil. God provides enough for us to be able to take a day off. But we also don't need to have legalistic expectations which rule over our Sabbath day. For the Sabbath was made for our benefit, not the reverse. I think if our Sabbath day is to be set apart as holy, it should be focused on the Lord. We know that Jesus taught in the synagogue and healed people on the Sabbath. So we know that ministry and good deeds are a part of our Sabbath rest. We also know that the church body has selected one day a week to worship together and fellowship, and encourage, and strengthen one another. Hopefully Sundays can have the space to turn off the demands of work and reconnect with the body and feed your soul. The second thought, they were filled with fury. Okay, think about what is happening here. It's the Sabbath. The scribes and Pharisees are following Jesus around to see if he will heal somebody and break the law so that they can accuse him. Jesus knows what they are thinking and doing. He could have avoided the situation, but Jesus leans in with love and asks them to consider their hearts. Is it lawful to do good to save life? He tries to walk them through the lack of love in their thinking. He tries to help them see, understand, and surrender to God's heart. But their hearts are so prideful. They already think they know what is right and good and best. They don't think this simple carpenter can teach them anything about the law. They have already decided he is ungodly because he is not like them. Jesus leans in with love, but the scribes and Pharisees harden their hearts. There is no room for grace, mercy, or love, which of course means there is no room for God or his Son. Jesus heals. A man's life is transformed in a moment. 
This man regains his ability to work. Jesus removes the stigma of the man being less than others. An unbelievable, amazing miracle happens before their eyes, something only God could do. Yet the scribes and Pharisees are furious at Jesus. Why? Because he healed a man on the Sabbath. Because Jesus cared more about this man than about tradition, pride, or being accepted by others. Jesus was motivated by love for the man, for the scribes and the Pharisees as well, but most of all, by a desire to see God glorified and receiving the worship that he deserves.